Innovation in healthcare, it's exciting, but it's also super hard. There are so many factors that determine success when it comes to finding innovative ways to treat patients or perform procedures or to do healthcare. One factor is often the place where the new cutting-edge innovations are born are usually in a relatively fast-moving startup environment, places where they have deep domain expertise and they've got the ability to be agile and test things and think differently about tricky problems. But to then get those innovations out into the world, it requires a different vehicle, a different approach to doing business. And we've said it before on the show and we'll say it again. The problems in healthcare are not going to be solved by one person or a country or a company. It's going to take a collaborative effort and partnerships to create solutions that are bigger than the sum of their individual parts. One organization that strongly believes in industry partnerships for meaningful innovation is Pfizer. And in this episode, I'm chatting with John Gordon, their Digital Innovation Lab Lead. Today, we're going to talk about using open innovation to identify and build partnerships that can help digitize drug discovery, accelerate clinical development, and improve health outcomes and the patient experience. This is what it's all about, boys and girls. Collaboration starts with a conversation. Team Health Tech, let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech with Peter Birch, a podcast featuring conversations with key players and influencers to promote innovation and collaboration for better healthcare enabled by technology. With me today is John Gordon, International Markets Lead for Pfizer's Global Digital Innovation Lab. John manages all the lab activities going on outside of the US, working with the various business lines to identify opportunities, scout for solutions, and then run experiments to determine impact and scale-up potential. Hey, John, how are you going? Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on the show. And we're doing it at an irregular hour on my side. So tell us a bit more about where you're joining from firstly, John. Yeah, so I'm joining from London. So it's 10 o'clock in the morning, which is perfect timing for me. That's the important thing, okay? So that's good. Um, no, but look, John, I'd love to learn a bit more about you and your background firstly before we get into everything about Pfizer. Yeah, so I started my career as a clinical pharmacist in the National Health Service in the UK. And I guess that was the first time that I really saw some of the challenges that patients face in managing long-term conditions, whether it's remembering to take their medicines or changing their lifestyle, managing their diet, all of those things I saw patients really challenged with. And so then I got the opportunity to join the industry. I did various different jobs in the industry from medical to marketing, and I got into digital marketing. And it was when I was doing the digital marketing role that I then discovered this whole area of health tech where digital could really provide solutions to help patients manage their conditions much more effectively. And so that's where I find myself today. I'm in a role which is all about scouting for technology solutions across the world and then bringing those solutions to patients, which is hugely exciting. Love it. And you're doing that within Pfizer, obviously a very large organization. How does it fit in? There's the healthcare hub. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the healthcare hub is our initiative all around connecting with startups across the world to help solve business challenges. So we've seen over the last five years a massive acceleration in 
health tech innovation. So we've seen wearables tracking patients' vital signs, their mobility, their sleep. We've seen patients carrying their electronic health records in their pocket on their mobile phone, able to share it with their healthcare professionals. We've seen artificial intelligence like image recognition, machine learning, natural language processing applied to diagnostics to help make uh, diagnosis more easy for healthcare professionals and more efficient. And really that acceleration in tech is driving a massive change in healthcare. And over the next couple of years, we're going to see even more changes. I think we're going to start to see digital become the therapy in some cases with things like digital therapeutics. We're going to see an advance towards more personalized medicine where we have things like algorithms applied to electronic health record data that can help predict whether a patient's likely to get a condition on how that's going to progress over time. So all of this is all advancing the environment in which Pfizer is operating. And so we developed this global innovation lab to sit at the interface between the external world and the internal world for us to bring the outside in, which is essentially understand what are the big tech innovations going on in the environment and bring those to Pfizer colleagues across the world so that they really understand how these are going to shape and change healthcare and bring the inside out. So be much more transparent about some of the challenges that we're trying to solve and encourage startups to come forwards with their solutions so that we can work collaboratively to try and solve some of those challenges. So that's kind of a bit about the Healthcare Hub program. Love it. It's very aligned with what we talk about and overhear it from Talking Health Tech, particularly for organizations in Australia. And I think for those organizations in Australia, is there a presence for the Healthcare Hub on this side of the world? Yeah. So for the last couple of years, we've had a Healthcare Hub based in Australia. And really what that's meant is we focused a couple of our local scouts on engaging with the ecosystem and really understanding how that ecosystem is evolving and what are the tech players that could help solve various different patient problems. And over that time, we've discovered some really interesting innovations in Australia. But perhaps one of the challenges that we've seen across the world is our ability to scale. And really, the healthcare hub program that I've just talked about is founded on this principle that innovation equals invention plus adoption. So we feel like there's plenty of invention out there, but perhaps where Pfizer can really help is driving adoption and use our global scale and our global resources to really help accelerate that. And when we looked at the way that our healthcare hubs were set up across the world, we felt like what was missing was real centralized engine to identify what are the big challenges globally that we can solve and then find solutions across the world that could help solve some of those global challenges. So really, it's not about taking resources out of Australia. It's about having a centralized global resource that will allow us to scale solutions from anywhere in the world much faster. So that's what we're doing at the moment. Yeah. It's interesting having a localized approach and then being able to aggregate that up and have some of that broader horsepower to drive some of that adoption, as you say, because, you know, every area can be a little bit unique. But as you say, as we globalize out and more and more innovations are starting to go across boundaries, having that kind of regional approach starts to make a lot of sense. And so thinking then about the types of solutions that Pfizer is looking for, can you tell us a little bit about what's really on your radar right now? Yeah, so we've got three focus areas. The first one is all about expanding 
drug discovery capabilities. So that's about providing insights into new targets, predicting patient response, and automating many of the operational processes associated with R&D. The second area is all about accelerating drug development. So that's like the clinical trial process. And through that, we're helping look for solutions to redefine how we recruit and screen patients for clinical trials, bring the trial to the patient rather than expecting the patient to travel hundreds of miles to the trial through things like telemedicine and remote monitoring. But perhaps the area that we're focused on most and most relevant to this conversation is the third area, which is about enhancing health outcomes for patients. And this is where we look right across the patient journey to identify where are the pain points that patients might be experiencing in their treatment journey, and then look for solutions that can help solve some of those problems. So it could be raising awareness about a particular disease. It could be using an algorithm applied to electronic health data to predict whether a patient is going to get a disease. It could be helping patients perhaps with a rare disease connect with the right specialist so that they accelerate their diagnosis much faster than they would have done originally. It could be in the diagnosis space. So there's various different technologies, wearables, mobile apps, sensors that can help with diagnosing conditions much quicker. So things like atrial fibrillation, which is a heart condition where you have an irregular heartbeat. There are now solutions out there where patients can monitor themselves in their own home and detect some of these cardiac arrhythmias. And then if we look at the treatment stage, there's many different challenges at the treatment stage in managing long-term conditions. So it could be remembering to take your medicines. It could be the lifestyle modification or changes to diet or exercise or mobility that are important. And so we're looking for solutions in that space that will help patients with that kind of change management and make sure that they get a better outcome more holistically on top of just the medicines. Yeah, awesome. And then thinking, so there's some of the, I guess, innovations or technologies that you've got your eyes on. So what type of companies or what stage of these companies are kind of like the, the prime spot for, that you're looking to work with? Yeah, good question. So we obviously get contacted by loads of companies that want to work with us. And it's about prioritization at the moment. So at this stage, we are prioritizing companies that have ready-made solutions that have perhaps already proven that they work. Maybe not at this stage with regulatory approval, but we are definitely looking for technology that has some form of evidence behind it. Over time, we will probably expand to the earlier stage companies that have more conceptual technologies that are there for proof of concepts. But we really want to drive an impact now. And we think that there's plenty of solutions out there that just need a little bit of international horsepower behind them in order to drive adoption. And say there is someone from an organization who feels they might fit that bill or even they're not quite there yet, but wanting to keep across what's happening with the healthcare hub. How do they keep across what's going on with Pfizer's innovation projects or even get involved? Yeah, so many Pfizer colleagues attend events in the ecosystem in Australia. You know, this is a good example where we are putting out there what kind of solutions we're looking for. We have a global website called BreakthroughChangeAccelerator.com which is really our site where we share all of the different challenges that we're working on across the world. And there's an opportunity for companies to contact us through that. 
And thirdly, when I do these kind of events, there's an opportunity for people to reach out to me through LinkedIn, through other different networks, if they think they have solutions that could help us solve some of these problems. Nice one. It's important to stay connected. And then just generally, you know, you've seen a lot of innovations, talked with a lot of companies and got that global perspective. Is there any advice or insights that you can share that would be helpful to operators in the ecosystem creating technology solutions for healthcare? Yeah. So I think, so when we're assessing companies, we always ask ourselves three questions. So the first is, who is the solution for? So being really clear, what's the need that you're solving? Who is going to use it and who's going to pay for it? The second question is always about what experience are we trying to create? So how does the solution work? How does it fit into the patient pathway? How does healthcare professionals actually use the solution? And then the third is all about what outcomes are we actually trying to achieve? I think the startups that get real cut through with us are the ones that can come forwards and very succinctly say, hey, we know you've got this particular problem. And our solution can help you solve that problem. And this is what success looks like. And this is how we want to work with you, Pfizer, to help bring this solution to patients. When I get startups approaching me with that kind of detail, I immediately give them my attention rather than the more speculative, you know, broad, conceptual based approaches that perhaps um, many of us are used to as well. I would say just the final thing is just be patient. We are a global company with many different stakeholders. Yes, many resources, but that can often mean it can take a little while for us to make decisions, particularly if you compare us to the startup world that are able to make decisions much faster on a knife edge. So uh, I would say be patient and don't be scared to be persistent because sometimes I might need reminding a few times, but if you genuinely have a solution that you think can impact patients, then we want to hear about it. I want to call out that point you made out at the start too, because I think that's really important because we've talked often about, you know, knowing the problem that you're solving and being really clear on that. But that second point around understanding, say in your case, for example, with Pfizer, whether that's something on your radar right now as to problems that you're investing time and effort in as well. And that's really important in partnerships generally is if you're looking to partner, that's great that it's a really important problem to solve and that you're passionate about it. But if you're trying to partner with someone and it's not within their immediate sphere of things that they're kind of working on, it doesn't really matter how well researched or how passionate you are about it. It's just not aligned right now. So really doing that groundwork from the outset and understanding, hey, this is a good partnership, not just because Pfizer's big and I'm not and I'm moving fast and they can help. It's, hey, we're both trying to solve this problem. So doing it together would be much more impactful. So some great advice generally for anyone looking to build partnerships. And so then, John, if I was wanting to get a better understanding on what some of those priorities are or what some of the therapy areas are that Pfizer focuses on, how would I find that out? Yeah, so I think if you look on the Pfizer website, you'll see our pipeline. So you'll see what medicines we've got in development and you'll see what medicines we currently have licenses for. So I would always say if you have a therapy area specific solution, that's the first place to check because Sometimes I do get approached by startups that have solutions that would be great for patients suffering from a particular condition. But if Pfizer is not focused on that particular condition, then perhaps you're going to get much more benefit from approaching a different company that is focused in that area. So it's always worth coming forwards with an approach that's really specific and personalized for us. 
So, John, look, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking through it. We'll put some uh, notes in the show notes of this episode on the Talking Health Tech website so people can check out more and click through to some of those links that you mentioned earlier. I really appreciate you making the time coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. Check out TalkingHealthTech.com to connect with other people in our community and to learn more about the Australian health tech industry. Also, make sure you hit subscribe on your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode and share this episode with a few people who need to hear it. Now go make it happen.